Five o'clock in Pirate Country, and 94.3 The Game is going to get you home with the P-Man. In five, four, three, two, one. Lock it in. Turn it up. It's time for the Patrick Johnson Show on 94.3 The Game. This is the flagship station of the ECU Pirates. Welcome in, everybody. It's great to have you with us. I'm Patrick Johnson. Patrick Johnson show on a Tuesday, a uh, all of a sudden extremely rainy Tuesday. Uh, a little fireworks at the College World Series. This is just in the last five, ten minutes. Big ejections. Tennessee having some players thrown out, assistant coaches thrown out. We've got a man on the scene. We're trying to reach out to our uh, reporter on the scene to tell us all about what happened there. We had a big baseball game scheduled for Pitt County here tonight involving Rose and Connolly in the 3A Eastern Regional. But Mother Nature's wreaked uh, havoc on that. Uh, the AD of Connolly is our friend Coach Rob Maloney. Uh, and uh, he's here to kind of make the uh, announcement official, which was made a little uh, about an hour and a half ago. Uh, Coach Maloney, how are you? I'm doing wonderful. I'm trying trying to stay dry. I hope you are as well. <laughs> yeah. Well, we got a good ceiling over us here, and uh, yeah, we- I see no leak, <laughs> so I think we're okay. Boy, I was really looking forward to the game tonight, and uh, we'll have to wait 24 hours, right? Unfortunately, but uh, all great things are worth waiting for. And uh, you know, Coach Mills and his staff really worked tirelessly this afternoon to try to get the field in shape after that early rain and. Uh, He's been in touch throughout the day with with Coach Vincent and Coach Medlin at Rose, and um, you know they they've talked an awful lot, and they did everything in their power to make it happen. But we felt that a game of this magnitude, uh, we we didn't want to have you know want anyone from either side to be able to think that you know the conditions had anything to do with the outcome. So um, I think we made the best decision for safety of all involved, and uh, we're moving it to tomorrow night at seven o'clock and. Looks like the weatherman's working in our favor. It ought to be a beautiful atmosphere. It's going to be almost uh, spring-like or fall-like with uh, the temperatures and low humidity. So that's pretty good, isn't it? It'll, it'll be exciting. I agree with you. With low humidity, low dew points, it, it's probably going to feel like a, a fall Friday night. So it, it is going to be a lot of fun. Um, we, we've already got a large crowd. Uh, we Well over 800 tickets have already been sold in advance. And uh, so it's going to be, you know, everything we build it up to be. It's going to be a great championship atmosphere. Well, I think that's uh, key that you mentioned that, Coach. Uh, Rob Maloney, Conley AD with us. Uh, They have postponed Rose and Conley in the 3A Regional uh, to tomorrow night uh, because of uh, rain. If you have a ticket, obviously that would still be good, I assume, for tomorrow night. You are correct, and and we've uh, you know don't, we're doing everything electronically as a result of the pandemic, and uh, we will not be selling anything physically at the gate, but you certainly can still buy online, and and you have features at the gate at the entrance where you can still do it as well online. Um, the seats will fill very quickly. We don't have the largest stadium in, in Eastern North Carolina, obviously, so everybody's going to want to get here early and and space out and try to get the best viewpoint and angle that you possibly can. Are there still tickets available? There are. There okay. are. And, and again, uh, as, a, as you said a minute ago, if you are one of those that purchased a ticket today, there's no need to go back online and 
try to purchase another one for tomorrow night. Everything that's been purchased for tonight's event will be valid for tomorrow night. Okay, and uh, if you do, if say you had something tonight, you couldn't make it, but you're free tomorrow night and want to go, uh, what's the best yep. way to get that ticket? If, if you go to gofan.co, and, and it's, it's important that you and everybody wants to do .com, but it's gofan.co, and uh, you, all you have to do is go to the search bar and type in D.H. Conley, and it'll, it, the game will come up automatically, and it's real user-friendly. Um, and that's even if, if you're a Rose fan, you can, you know, as much as you might not want to, <laughs> go ahead and type <laughs> in D.H. Conley, and uh, everything will, will pop up for you. We promise your fingertips will not uh, burn off. It won't burn. They, yeah, they won't burn. No blisters. Right, nothing like that. <laughs> uh, you know, it's kind of exciting. We had Conley and Rose in the volleyball regional final. We've got Conley and Rose in the uh, uh, baseball final now. And uh, uh, the baseball teams split their meetings this year, each winning on the other one's home field. So that's kind of cool. Two very good ball games, and and you know, and, and, and you, you watched that first game. You thought it could have gone either way, and there were some breaks that went you know went Rose's way, and and they did a great job. They have an excellent team, and then over at, at Rose, you know, I was at that game at Guy Smith, and Rose uh, kind of controlled the early innings, and then Conley found you know found some space there for success and jumped on it. Uh, so you flip the coin, and as you said, just like in volleyball, I think it speaks to athletics overall locally, Patrick. It just not only at, at our high schools, but but all six of the high schools in Pitt County, and really speaks to our youth programs and all around Pitt County. And it's just it is it is special to watch every year. It, it never gets old. Uh, let me congratulate you. Your daughter uh, had a big honor here recently, uh, uh, and, and I'm not. I don't. There's a lot of syllables in this title, so I'm not gonna. <laughs> this this is beyond my uh, my education. Uh, but can you? <laughs> what exactly did she get? Uh, kind of like a doctorate <laughs> or a postgraduate degree in? Well, she she uh, earned her master's degree at Stanford University in uh, aeronautics and about a million other things that I can't really pronounce and spell. Um, but she had a a wonderful undergrad experience at NC State and was a park scholar there. And was fortunate to be what they call the Knight Hennessy in the Knight Hennessy uh, scholarship program at Stanford, which is uh, right there head to head with the Rhodes Scholar. And um, so she had a successful two year stint at Stanford and is getting ready to to enter the Air Force. And uh, after officer training school, will be off to flight school. And and the ultimate goal is to hopefully one day be an astronaut. So that's it's been a lifetime dream and. Uh, she keeps checking the boxes uh, in spite of me. So <laughs> somehow <laughs> she takes after her mother, thank goodness. Yeah. Uh, it's always great to talk to you, and uh, you've been a, a great friend over the years. Congratulations to you and your family, and uh, looking forward well, to tomorrow you. night. That's going to be uh, a lot of fun, Rose and Conley. Postponed, we got to wait uh, 26 more hours, a little less than that, but I think it'll be well worth the wait. Absolutely. I look forward to seeing everybody out here tomorrow night, and it, it's just going to be an awful lot of fun, and it's going to be a special experience for, for both schools. A lot of good people, you know, from Rose and Conley as well, and uh, just it's, it's something you want to enjoy. You just don't want to let it, let it pass you by. All right, uh, and Rob, if you don't mind, could you give that web address again? Because tickets are still available. They've pre-sold a lot, hundreds of right. them. But uh, if you couldn't go tonight, but now that it's been moved, can go tomorrow night, tickets still available you want to get there early, right. obviously, but give us uh, that ticket number uh, again. Or that yeah, ticket it address. is. You're right. At, at gofan. 
GoFan.co. GoFan.co. And again, just being honest and upfront, it's, it's already probably going to be standing room only, uh, but, but it should be a, a great, great environment for high school athletics. All right, great. Thank you. Uh, what? Uh, thank you for what you do, Rob, and thank you for uh, taking a few minutes with us here. Uh, stay dry. Anytime. Thank you so much for having me, Patrick. All right, there he is, the great Rob Maloney. Uh, boy, shame that that game got moved. We say hello to Ben Byron, by the way, my pal, my friend, my buddy. As, hey, Ben. Uh, speaking of Zoki, we got Mick Mixon on Thursday. Got that uh, hammered down today. So the uh, retiring voice of the Carolina Panthers retirement tour here is going to be uh, is going to be coming on. Um, ben, see this number at the top in red that I'm showing you on the screen. Can you call that number? Uh, we're going to check in. Apparently, Tennessee played today in the College World Series, and that game uh, erupted into uh, a brouhaha. So we're going to go out to Omaha. Give that. Uh, uh, that's that's our. Well, um, we're going to go out to Omaha, and, and he says he's going to do it. I just don't want to. I don't want to uh, call him out until we get him on there. And I've gotten a lot of text message about everybody's seen Coach Whitfield behind the plate at Omaha because Coach Whitfield's a, a freaking legend. And uh, Coach Whitfield is uh, there with the ECU hat. And there's a young guy sitting beside him, a guy I've known literally since he was born, uh, my buddy Tate Mooring from LaGrange. And when I, uh, when I die and come back reincarnate, I want to be Tate Mooring. So we're going to go out telephonically to uh, Omaha, Nebraska, to Tate, who's there with Coach Witt. Because, I, I mean, literally this just happened before we went on the air. So let's go to our uh, phone lines here. Uh, and again, uh, great ECU uh, alum and uh, great, uh, great Lagrange America uh, native. Uh, my good friend Tate Mooring out in uh, Omaha with uh, Coach uh, George Whitfield. Uh, Tate, thanks for hopping on the phone with us here. You doing all right? Everything good? Yes, sir, Pastor. I'm doing great. Thanks so much for that Lagrange uh, little drop there. I love that Lagrange baby. You know I love me some Lagrange. Yes, all right. Sir. The so, big old LA. Yeah. Big o, so I'm told, Tate, uh, Benny Hardy, who you know well, uh, yes. just stuck his head in the door here uh, because he hosts the show down the hall. And we were getting our monitors and all that. So we have the vast bank of monitors here in the, uh, in the studio. And we were about to put on the game. And uh, I understand there was in the Tennessee game at, today at the College World Series, there was a little bit of a brouhaha that erupted. There sure was. So what there happened? Sure was. There, what there, happened? Well, I'll tell you, from inning one, two, and three, it was getting chippy. Um, between the, you know, it's Texas and Tennessee, it's a, it's a go-home game, it's an elimination game. The umpire, um, from my view, was calling a great game. I've heard from the TV people that he wasn't calling a great game, but in my opinion, he was calling a great game. T- uh, Tennessee did not agree. Uh, their, <laughs> their, their coaches did not agree. Right. Their players did not agree. Their managers did not agree. Their ball girl did not agree. Their fans did not agree. Um, but they were getting squeezed a little bit they felt and um, I actually kind of felt it coming Patrick and uh, my row of seats you know is is behind the the plate there and I said I'm going to scoot down here and and listen uh, to to what's going on in the dugout 
So um, I moved down, and I had been sitting there for about a half a second, one pitch. Um, it was called a ball, and all heck broke loose. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you hear some um, you hear some language coming from the Tennessee dugout, and the, from across the field, the umpire at third base comes sprinting across the field, pointing at three players, or I'm sorry, two players and one coach, mm-hmm. and immediately singled them out and tossed them out of the game. Wow. Um, from, th- from then on, I was watching the players, and all of a sudden, I saw coolers, I saw clipboards, and I saw a ball badge being thrown onto the field. I saw I saw three players trying to hold one coach back. So it was fun. It was a, it was really cool. It was a good atmosphere to see right there in front of my face. Wow. Now I've had a lot of people. I probably get about on average three or four texts a night uh, from uh, people all across the east and really across the state, saying, "Hey, I see Coach Whitfield. Who's the guy beside Coach Whitfield? We're talking to him right now." <laughs> Tate Moore. That's me. Uh, who is I'm 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 that I'm that, that little guy sitting next to coach. That's me. <laughs> he is he is Coach Whitfield's cooler. Not that he needs one out there in uh, Omaha because he's royalty. But uh if there's any <laughs> static, Tate's gonna take care of things uh, there. That's that's, that's absolutely what's correct. So Eastern North Carolina has nothing to worry about. Coach Whit is in good hands. So you're out there again, because this is this is a trip you've made multiple times with Coach Whitfield. And you guys were in Correct. the Vanderbilt dugout last night, is what I understand. Is that yeah, true? Uh-huh. Yeah, yes, we were. Um, had a nice little conversation with Coach Corbin. Um, we were in the dugout for a little bit, and um, our access to our seats actually shares the tunnel where the dugout is. So, uh, And that's where we are with Tennessee today. That's why I moved down to try to hear some things. But, yeah, I mean, we're right in the dugout. There's no other way to get out to the bathroom or anything like that to just kind of <laughs> mosey on through it. Um. Coach Whitfield, and you know he's got that great book that just came out on him. Coach Whitfield knows everybody, doesn't he? That's exactly right, and everybody knows him back. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the that's that's probably the better way to put it. Everybody knows Absolutely. Coach Whitfield. You know, he knows everybody, but but everybody knows him. Even people he that's may not right. necessarily know know who he is. So, uh, is it that's true exactly when you, right. is it, we're walking? We're walking down 72nd in Omaha, Nebraska. Okay. And over from 67th Street, I hear, hey, coach. I mean, this is every day. This isn't just one walk. Right. You know, this is four streets over. People yelling, hey, coach, hey, coach. And then they're in dead sprint across the street, you know, to give them a hug. And it's, it's amazing. And then with the teams out here, he's got ties with, well, um, six of the eight that came out here. Mm-hmm. He's either coached with, coached the coaches, or been a mentor of those coaches i mean like tonight mississippi state virginia obviously you know the ties for virginia and ecu with their coaches right um but mississippi state was where coach whitfield graduated graduate school and was a graduate assistant coach so he can't lose tonight but um i i, I can't say who he's pulling for yeah. I, I just can't okay that's fine uh our pal tate more <laughs> yes everybody know every coach knows him out here it's been incredible and like uh, like your friends are asking, who's that little guy next to coach? I, I've just been along for the ride. <laughs> uh, our friend Tate Mooring, the pride and joy of Lake Grange, North Carolina, L.A. Grange. Uh, he's out in Omaha, Nebraska with Coach Whitfield. He's his second out there, but have no fear. He's got everything taken care of. Uh, coach Whit is, is royalty. So you guys go to every game. You have these great seats behind home plate. Um, and, and you watched the game last night, Vanderbilt and NC State. What what did you think of that game last night? And what did Coach Whit well, think Pat- of it? What did Coach Whit think Patrick, of it? I, yeah, me and Coach Whitfield have agreed on pretty much everything we've seen out here. Um, we've seen, I think, this is game six. Or, this is the seventh game we've seen. And from game three, me and him looked at each other in the eye and whispered, that's the best pitching performance I've ever seen in Omaha. Game four, 
seventh inning, he, he reached over, tapped me. He said, that's the best pitching performance I've ever seen in Omaha. Mm. Then the Virginia game happens. Uh, he tapped me on the shoulder. This one's better than the last two, don't you think, Tate? Yes, sir. This is the best pitching performance I've ever seen in Omaha. <laughs> well, last night, um, that, that trumped them all. Yeah. Uh, it, it really did. I mean, it was both pitchers battling. Jack Leiter through one bad pitch. If not, the game would be 0-0, and we'd still be looking for a winner. I swear we would. Yeah. Hey, let me ask you this. Uh, you know, obviously the ECU mission is to get to, uh, to get to Omaha. You've been a couple times. Uh, describe the whole scene for, for our audience here. Okay, Omaha. The, <laughs> it's hot. Let me go ahead and say that <laughs> first and get that part out of the way. It's hot during the day. So I'm going to get that out of the way. Other than that, Omaha this week is just absolutely baseball country. If you have any interest in baseball at all, it needs to be a bucket list, whether or not it's one game, three games, four games. Gosh, please get to Omaha any way you can. Um, there's always something going on. This week in Omaha, there's a College World Series. There's the Olympic trial swimming. And also the biggest Little League tournament across the nation. Teams from all over the nation and world are here. Mm. So, I mean, it's just Omaha, Nebraska in June. is just it's, it's, it's a great place to be. And if I'm not mistaken, uh, obviously you have the fans of the eight schools, but like the city, there's people that this is that kind of like the people in Florida with spring training. They buy just spring training tickets. There's people that just buy these tickets every year, don't they? Absolutely. You have you just got baseball fans, and they just want to see the games. They don't care who's playing. They just they're just baseball fans. And this park, I mean, Rosenblatt was what it was. This park is. Is A1 top-notch, and everybody realized it. At first, everybody was like, yeah, Rosenblatt needs to be there. After one year of TD Ameritrade, everybody knew that this was the right move. This is where the World Series needs to be held, and people have enjoyed it. I mean, the outfield at night, you know, they don't have a dog in the fight, and they're just yelling. You know, it's, it's, it's great. It's just a chance back and forth from left field to right field. They don't even know who's playing in the game. They're just here for baseball. Yeah. Hey, uh, thanks for that update today on the uh, game. Who ended up winning? I, I've not seen a score from that yet. So who ended it's, up? Uh, it's eight. Uh, uh, I'm actually out in the concourse talking okay. to you. Okay. Uh, but it's last I looked, it was eight to four. Texas is winning, and it's the eighth inning. Gotcha. Okay. Hey, Tate, thanks. Say hi to Coach Whitfield for us, too, if you don't mind. I sure will do it. All I right. sure will do it, Patrick. I'll tell him. All right. Thanks, buddy. We appreciate it. All right. Thank you, Patrick. Y'all be good. All right. There he goes. Tate Mooring, pride and joy of Lake Grange, North Carolina. Lake Grange, America. Out there in uh, Omaha. So there was a brouhaha, the, the third base umpire, the heave-ho to the coach and to a couple players. Uh, I think it was an assistant coach. You know, Tony Vitello is the guy that coaches Tennessee and, and might be at the top of the list on the LSU thing now. But uh, there you go. That was that. You you know, we've seen great moments, Ben, uh, in Major League Baseball. Guys, if they get ejected or disagree with the call, you'll see the manager kind of get Weaver. Earl Weaver's the the goat when it comes to that, the all-time great. Uh, you'll see stuff that maybe, you know, players have gone berserk when they've been tossed. There, there's the famous, uh, um, oh, gosh. Well, the, the, time, the pine tar thing with uh, Brett. Ah. Of course, I, I'm blanking on his name. I'm a bad baseball fan, Ben. That might, that might, uh, that might earn me some demerits. Uh, but anyway. We've, we've seen it all over uh, where guys just uh, – George Brett, good grief. Um, when guys just go ballistic over and, – and so this happened at the College World Series today, apparently for the Tennessee dugout. 
At least that's what our guy Tate Mooring on the scene's telling us. They were throwing stuff out on the field. Crazy. Totally crazy. I still can't find a video or anything. It's just that recent. Still nothing no, that, yet on Twitter had, or anything. No, hadn't hit Twitter yet. I mean, apparently Tate had sent a mutual friend the video, and that's kind of how we got it there. So there you go. All right, uh, lots of stuff going on here. Why don't we do this? Uh, we have our final pair of tickets to go see Luke Bryan in concert late July at the Creek up in Raleigh. Uh, and we're going to give away that final. We're going to play a final uh, edition on the Luke Bryan tickets of the Gas Price is Right. If you've not played that game, it's pretty easy. You, uh, We give you a gas price. We ask you how much that price would take to fill up your tank, and then you tell us if that price would be more than, I don't know, a steak dinner somewhere, or an example of something, or if you bought tickets to, say, the College World Series, what would cost more to fill up your vehicle or to uh, get that food? If you basically, if you call, you will win. So give us a call, 252-561-GAME, 252-561-4263. Do it safely with the rain out there. But uh, if you are uh, able to get through, you will be uh, in line to win Luke Bryan uh, tickets as we play the gas prices, right? We'll also talk about some of the other day's events coming up. Ben has an update. Lots of crazy stories out there. Lots of news to update you on. And we'll do all of that uh, after this. Every Monday during the NFL season, get the latest on the Carolina Panthers as Jim Zoki from the Panthers Radio Network joins the P-Man. Bring on the good stuff, universe. This and every Monday right here on 94.3 The Game. The flagship station for the ECU Pirates. Online or on the go, log on to our brand new website, 943thegame.com, to listen to the Patrick Johnson Show weekdays at 5. It might be crap, but we love it. Or tell your smart speaker to stream 943 The Game to take us anywhere you are at any time. But where I come from, rain is a good thing. Rain makes corn, corn makes whiskey, whiskey makes my baby. Hey, Ben, I'm looking at this video. Uh, Trent McGee on Sports tells us it's at ESPN.com. They got a little snippet of it on there. Uh, Ross Kivett was the uh, assistant who was ejected. Ooh, he wasn't happy. I'm watching this right now. Uh, I don't think we got, you know, everything that Tate gave us in his play-by-play description. I've texted Tate and asked him to send us the because you can actually see it on the ESPN. He's sitting in that seat behind home plate with his phone filming it. <laughs> World star. <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. Um, <clears throat> welcome back in. Uh, we uh, go to the phone lines uh, yet again here on uh, the Patrick Johnson Show. Eric from Winterville is uh, with us here as we have our final pair of uh, Luke Bryan tickets to give away. He'll be uh, in late July at the Creek in concert. Uh, they have some official name for it now, but I know it is the Creek, and that's what I'm going to call it, damn it. So that's uh, that's what we're going with. Eric in Winterville, uh, welcome into the Patrick Johnson Show. How's it going? Uh, it's going great, great, Patrick. How about you? I'm doing well, buddy. Uh, are you familiar with the rules of the game. I am. Are you ready? Yes, sir. Ben, let's play The Gas Price is Right. 
It's pretty simple. We give you the price at a local gas station according to GasBuddy.com. And then we're going to have Eric in Winterville tell us how much it takes to fill up his vehicle at that price. And then we ask him what costs more, to fill up his tank at that price or a certain item. Uh, all right. Are you familiar with Sam Sitko over on South on uh, South Memorial? Yes. I think it's beside uh, Doc's Guns and Pawn or the pawn shop there. Uh, there's a Mexican restaurant yeah, nearby. Okay, about. all right. Uh, how much? How many gallons are in your vehicle? Uh, Eighteen. Eighteen to fill it up. So it's two dollars and eighty cents right now. Uh, the average of a gallon of unleaded there at uh, Sam Sitgo, which apparently closes at eleven. Who knew? Uh, two dollars and eighty cents. You said eighteen gallons. Yes, sir. Fifty dollars and forty cents. Well, I hope you're not driving a lot. Jeez. All right, so $50.40 to fill up your gas tank if you go to Sam's Sitco. What costs more? A ticket to tonight's Mississippi, or actually two tickets to tonight's Mississippi State versus UVA game at the College World Series, sitting in section 133, row 30. There are a couple ducats available there. This is from Ticketmaster.com. We're not figuring in fees and all that. Going to keep it kind of clean. So let's say you were going to get two tickets to that tonight and pay for it on Ticketmaster uh, without fees. What would the t- what would the what would cost more? Those two tickets are to fill up your gas tank at Sam Sitgo on Memorial. I would think those tickets would cost more. <laughs> The price is wrong. Eighteen dollars <laughs> per ticket. So that's thirty-six bucks. That's according to Ticketmaster. That's okay. It's okay. Um, Carl, is it the sod, the Sid Ben? What is it, Carl the Sid? He's in the news. I understand. Nasid. Nasid. Yeah. Carl Nasid has Sib. Sib. Yeah, like B. B at the end is how little I care. Carl Nasib <laughs> has apparently come out as gay, or as ESPN like to refer to him as actively gay as opposed to passively gay or inactively gay. The, the, the chroma key operator at the Worldwide Leader was so damn excited they wrote actively gay, which I guess is a status. Later on, he might change his mind, apparently. He, he may become inactively gay. Uh, Carl Nasib... A jersey of Carl Nassib's on eBay. What costs more? We just looked this up. That jersey right now, this is like one of those, you know, regular kind of NFL tie. This isn't some t-shirt jersey. This is like a jersey. An eBay Carl Nassib jersey, the first actively gay player, according to ESPN in the NFL, or to fill up your vehicle at the Sam Sitgo on South Memorial. What costs more, Eric? I think they're standard around like 55 starting, so that should cost more. They're usually a lot more if they're the, off. The jersey. jersey. The jersey, right? Is it, you're saying that costs more? It should cost more, Okay, yes. all right. You that are? That is correct. There you go. You got one. You got to get two. $140 right. on eBay right now for one of those things. Ooh. Yikes. Did that go all up? Right. Ben, you're kind of a... a but it's like stock, so of course it went up. So it's that, in the headlines, so okay. they're going to... 
notch the jersey prices up. Where does that rank as far as jersey prices go? Because that seems like an area you know something about. That's unsigned? I, I, I don't know. I just looked it up on eBay. That's all. I'm Signed, assuming it would make sense. Unsigned, that's insane. Okay. That's completely ridiculous. All right. Uh, are you? Do you like to play golf, Eric? Do you like golf? I I like golf. I'm not very good. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> no judgment here. Let's say you wanted to go out tomorrow. You know, after the rain, it's going to be really nice tomorrow. Let's say you wanted to get out afternoon uh, tomorrow afternoon and work 18 in at Bradford Creek. You know, it's a public course. You can get on there pretty easily. It's usually in great shape. Uh, yep. Around in a cart. What costs more? This is just you going out. You're not bringing anybody. You by yourself. What costs more to fill up your vehicle at the Sam Sitgo or to get that round of golf at Bradford Creek? What costs more on the gas prices, right? Is Eric from Winterville Place today? I believe my gas costs more. That is correct. You are a winner. Hot damn, Eric. $29 for a round and a cart. Tomorrow afternoon at Bradford Creek. So there you go. Sounds like a good deal. No, I think it's a pretty good deal. I, I might get back in this if at those prices. Might need to celebrate for a round of golf. You might need to. Some very wet Got, golf. Yeah, you a little wet tomorrow. <laughs> but you know, atmospherically it's gonna be lovely. Um low humidity and that kind of thing. But you know what? But uh, Ben, he needs the money for that. Fill up his gas tank to go see Luke Bryan because he's going to see Luke Bryan. I assume Eric, oh, you're a, you're a man with a wife or a uh, or a uh, a girlfriend, some sort of significant other. Is that correct? I have a wife of twelve years. That's correct. Wow, look at you guys! Congratulations. Uh, so she, you're taking her to this. She's she's fired up. She's a big uh, Luke Bryan fan. Absolutely. Gotcha. Ben, these are the things you got to do in a relationship when you're married. You got to keep the the flame alive. You got to keep the thing going. You got to you got to take one for the team and go to the Luke Bryan uh, concert. Uh, hey, it's the way it is. Just ask Eric. He's been married twelve years. I got three years coming up in August. You got to do these things, Ben. Got to always do something like that. Got to keep the wife happy. Happy wife, happy life. There you go. Truer words have never been spoken. Wow, they even got mottos for it. Yeah. Oh, they, we got mottos. When you get in the club, Ben, you're going to have all kinds of mottos. Hey, uh, do you have all his information, Ben? Okay. Hey, Eric, thanks a lot. Thanks for listening. Thanks for playing the gas prices right. And uh, have fun at the concert. Stay dry. Thank you, Patrick. I enjoy listening to you guys every day. All right. We appreciate it, buddy. There's Eric from Winterville. Congratulations to him. When's the big uh, the big uh, pair of Luke Bryan tickets? Boy, those were hard to get, weren't they? That was our last pair. We got some other concerts coming up. What do we got, Ben? We got Jason Aldean. The Big rapping, Green Tractor. The Rapping Turtle, Jason yep. Aldean. All right? <laughs> I don't know where the turtle comes from. He kind of looks like a turtle. He looks like a turtle. I don't even know what he looks like, but well, hey, Google we'll him. With it. Google right. him. He lo- tell me he doesn't look like a turtle. Okay. All right. We also got uh, Nationwide. Who? Nationwide guy. Is he in the Nationwide commercials? Well, Brad Paisley. Brad Paisley. There you now go. Now, look. I might have to I might have to put my hand to the cookie jar on a Brad Paisley ticket. Oh yeah, he definitely looks like a turtle. Yeah, and he, and he hip hops on his songs, hip hop. So he's the rapping turtle. He's I always got a tell fat my wife. Face. Wait a minute now, don't don't besmirch <laughs> the guy here. He might go Jeff Jarrett honky tonk man on you with one of those guitars. Slap nuts. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, and then. We uh, so we got Brad Paisley tickets. We got uh, some Rapid Turtle tickets. What else we got? Don't we have another? Uh... We got Brett Young. 
Brett Young, okay. That's uh, at the uh, the other amphitheater in Raleigh, the uh, the one downtown. Red Hat. Red, Red Hat, Hat yeah. Yep. yeah. And then we got Kings of Leon. Kings of Leon. All right, so we got some more tickets to give away for you uh, through various means uh, throughout the rest of the summer. I'll probably do another uh, gas prices right next week for uh, some of that stuff. All right. <coughs> Excuse me. A little choked up here. You know I always love to play Price is Wrong, so... <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I kind of like when we have the price. I mean, I, we want everybody to win, and we're gonna we're gonna do what we can to get them to win. But it's it's kind of great when you have the prices wrong. Oh yeah, it's fun when that's, they fail. That's the fun. Yeah, we <laughs> I gotta admit, you it's love fun. it when they fail. Oh my god, Ben. Uh, all right, so we got uh, boy, what a wild story this uh, Ben Zober story is. It's out there. We're going to uh, talk about that. We'll talk a little bit about uh, we didn't get a ton of time to get into the Supreme Court thing yesterday with the NCAA. Uh, I got some concerns about that and some thoughts about that. And then uh, uh, the Carl Nasib thing, which, again, is a nothing burger to me, but dominates the headlines. The worldwide leader. I mean, I'm not Joe. I showed you the picture of the screen capture. They, actively gay. They called him actively gay. Uh, that's not politically correct. Come well, I mean, on, it's ESPN. Just, it's just they were so giddy over the, the, the notion that some idiot put puts that on there. They can't even play their own game correctly. What's the opposite of active? So, like, uh, deactively gay or passively gay? A retired gay. I mean, is that – it just makes no sense. Why would you say actively – I mean, it's on the – if you, if you Google it or put it in Twitter, it pops up. I mean, this is SportsCenter putting a lower third on the screen calling this guy actively gay. I, I, I didn't realize there were shades of it at this point or degrees of it. It's very strange. Uh, it's, ben, like, it's, like, uh, it's like races or ethnicities. You know, you got a third of a gay in your... Who knows? I, 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 don't, I mean, I don't know if you're signing those sort of things or, or, or what. And, and It, it could be a real possibility for all I know. I mean, there's no telling nowadays. But I mean, why would you not? Why, why would? Why do we have to describe? First of all, why is it a story? But why do we have to uh, attribute an adjective to the, his his type of uh, preference? I I just it it I, the, the, the ESPN thing gets a little more embarrassing each and every day, doesn't it? It really does. It's a sinking ship. Well, it's just it's Fox Sports, baby. It's just so weird. Why would you say actively? It's just so insulting and stupid. All right, uh, here is uh, Ben Byram uh, with uh, an update, and then we'll get into some of these other wild stories going on out there. Uh, ben, take it away. Thanks, Patrick. EC Athletics has launched the, the Sabre program, an institution designed to prepare student-athletes for new name, image, and likeness. Bill from Pirate Baseball, Josh Mullen earned his th- third postseason honor after being named to the freshman All-American team by Perfect Game. From the College World Series, second-ranked Texas battled out, battled it out with third-ranked Tennessee. The loser went home, and Texas remained the victors. They won 8-4 to four moments ago. Actually, just wrapped up from local high school sports. Tonight's Eastern Regional Base Baseball final between J.H. Rose and D.H. Conley at Hollywood Crossroads has been postponed to tomorrow at 7 p.m. due to inclement weather. From the NFL, the Carolina Panthers will hold joint practices with the Colts and the Ravens. Raiders defensive end Carl Nassib is the first active NFL player to announce that he's gay. Chiefs defensive end Frank Clark has been arrested in L.A. on suspicion of having a concealed gun in his vehicle at their police found an Uzi in his Lamborghini. Sounds like a rap song there. And that's going to do it for your 94th of the game sports update. I've been born, but been by. Byram, not Ben Borum. 
More from the P-Man after this quick timeout. What's happening? I'll tell you what's happening. Log on to our new website, 943thegame.com, for PJ Shot Podcasts and the latest news on the Pirates. This is happening. Now, back to Patrick Johnson on the flagship station of the ECU Pirates, 94.3 The Game. Just follow me here. We're doing it for the ground. Check out picks from the PJ Show and more. Plus, picks from around Pirate Nation. 94.3 The Game, now on Instagram. It's raining. So no, no Rose Conley game tonight. It's not raining everywhere we're heard. I'm just raining here. Uh, they're saying right now 100% chance of rain. Yeah, think. Uh, but that will taper down to more of a 60% chance in the overnight hours. Low of 63. After this kind of pushes through, delightfully less humid air behind it is what I am uh, led to believe. And a high near 80 tomorrow. That's kind of unheard of with the heat we've huh. had here lately. 57 tomorrow night. Thursday's looking great. Kind of lower humidity again. 82 sunny for our concert on the Common, which is uh, coming up. Uh, what's the band again? I, 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 it's not Night Moves. It's Night, not Night Ranger. I thought you had it the first time, Night Moves. No, I don't think it's that's the song. Look that up, Ben. I want to call it Night Moves. I'm just I'm losing it today. There's so much going on. Uh, but 82 Thursday and uh, no rain, so it's looking really, really good for the concert on the Common. Uh, and looking good tomorrow night for uh, the rescheduled Rose Conley game. Night Years is the name of the band. Thank you, producer Ben Byron. So that's uh, what we're looking at right now. Lots of rain out there. If you're uh, riding around in it, we uh, ask that you uh, be careful. And uh, we're looking at a tip of 75 right now out at the airport. Um, I had a winner on our gas prices, right? That was pretty good. I think I've, I've said all that really needs to be said about uh, the uh, ESPN and their handling of the, the NFL player. Look, I, I realize there's a generation that's older than me that does not – has their – that really doesn't believe in this and doesn't, you know, is really offended by it. And there's, and, and, and that's whatever it, you do, you baby. I think there's a generation, which is your generation, Ben, where it's, you know, it's not, uh, you're not like shocked by any of it. No, it's kind of normal right. for my generation. And so that kind of started with my generation, but I've always been a very big live and let live sort of person. And I just, I don't, I couldn't care less. Yeah. If you're not bothering me, which a lot of people do bother me, but if you're not bothering me, I don't need anyone else to bother me. So I don't I couldn't care less what you're up to. Now, if what you're doing is impacting me in some way and bothers me, then I do care. But otherwise I couldn't care less. But I mean, this is just I mean, and I realize we're in the NFL offseason. I realize we're in the time of year where or the ESPN has nothing. But I mean, it's just unwatchable. It's just unwatchable at this point. Well, it's only a matter of time before they're going to out his teammate, come after his teammate, Richie Incognito, who's 
been known to be yeah, a little bit of a homophobe. So. I mean, he's he's made some remarks. But now you get in a situation where it's like, would you rather have the former All-Pro guard who's very cheap and a solid offensive lineman, or do you go with the openly gay rotational defensive end who you can afford to get rid of? See, you're talking football stuff there nobody cares about. And they're not going to get rid of him. <laughs> doesn't matter. They're not going to get rid of him. I'm just saying, either. I think that's going to be the next big well, but, but, but I'll pick up on your point there and just say, because of what Incognito has said in the past, uh, whenever they have another uh, off-season workout, off-season camp, mini camp, whatever, microphones are going to be in Incognito's face. Okay? Yeah. I mean, that's that's the next piece of sound. And here comes the piece headlines. Of video. Yeah, no, I mean, really, that's that, and that's the way it is. Uh, boy, this story bl- uh, blows me away. As you know, Ben, I'm a long-suffering uh, Chicago Cubs fan. I was very excited when they won the World Series of 2016. That was a that was a great World Series. What a great season that was! I got a Cardinals pennant in here for you. I see that mainly for my man Alec Burleson, but uh, right, and just I mean, for you. And and like all my family are Cardinals fans. Oh, that's a tough household. To- yeah, I mean, my dad, my sister, big Cardinals fans. My uh, uh. Relatives out in the Midwest are all Cardinals fans. They're all in Illinois, but they are in that part of Illinois near St. Louis. So you were the punk little brother that went to ruffle some feathers in the household. Well, no, I just like Harry <laughs> Carey, and I like the, the Cubs were – the year I became a Cubs fan was 89, and they won, and I thought, boy, this team wins all the time. Yeah. <laughs> As a kid, this team wins all the time. I it's love usually it. how it starts. Oh, they didn't win very much after that. But – um. You know, I thought the last few years that they had really underachieved. I didn't like the move of, you know, hiring Ross on as the manager. I thought that was more of the inmates running the asylum. That's kind of an old old school view. Now, we know they're not going to get rid of the players. They're going to get rid of the manager. Now they're eventually going to get rid of the players because they're going to be cheap. They don't want to resign the uh, any of these guys. Well, how many off-seasons off that we've heard uh, Chris Bryant's leaving? I mean, we've been hearing Chris Bryant's oh, going to leave for the past four soon. or five off-seasons. Yeah. But, I mean, I, I, quite frankly, they uh, they underachieved the last few years. Oh, no doubt. But Ben Zobrist was the MVP of the uh, World Series in 16. That was a huge piece for y'all back then. I mean, he was kind of like the icing on the cake for that Well, he team. could play a bunch of different positions. Yep. And uh, he was fantastic. Uh, he's now retired, and he is claiming that his wife – uh, was having an affair with their pastor uh, from uh, this news account, according to the Peoria Journal Star. The Peoria Journal Star. The 40-year-old former World Series MVP made those accusations in a lawsuit filed in Tennessee Circuit Court. Zobrist is also accused of the pastor, a guy identified as Byron Yawn, Kind of a bad name to have if you're a uh, somebody who's doing a public performance. Straight up outed him, too. Yawn. This is who he is. Well, he named him in the lawsuit. Yeah. Pastor Yawn has been uh, named in the lawsuit of defrauding his charity foundation. I guess Zobers charity foundation. So now Zobers is seeking $6 million in damages from Yawn, the CEO of a national area business consulting firm. Yawn is the former pastor at Community Bible Church in Nashville where the Zobrists began attending in 05. Zobrists and his wife, Juliana, were married in 2005. They have three children. That's a story right there, isn't it? 
She, uh, his wife pulled the old uh, Carmilla Soprano there. According to the lawsuit, let's just say, according uh, allegedly. How about that? Isn't that a story? It's tough. That's not good. Gosh, that's crazy. Hey, um, did you see where? Uh, oh well, we kind of ran short on this yesterday. I made this statement. I'll make it again. As far as the uh, NCA. Supreme Court thing goes. And, of course, there's those that are going to cheer on this as the demise of the NCAA. I don't think that's going to necessarily be the case. Does it open the ground to paying players? It may be the first step in that. But I'll I'll say this. It's easy when you look at it from a national view and you're looking at it as a Power 5 view and the SEC can afford it and all. But this is tough sledding in these parts. This is going to be really difficult if we're going to be paying players for the likes of, of ECU and, and really anybody in the American, to be quite honest. Not only that, you're not talking just football or basketball. Correct. They're talking about all sports. I mean, this program that we're looking at right now, the ECU's kind of getting ready to amp up here. They're they're covering all sports. I mean, from volleyball to women's golf to whatever name of sport, insert sport here. Well, and I had someone today say, well, the NCAA has plenty of money. They do. But when you start dividing that money uh, – among 350-some-odd D1 institutions, whatever that number is, and every athlete that participates in that. And then, you know, Division II is going to probably want to get a little something-something. I mean, you're, you're talking thousands of people. And, yes, it is a lot of money. But you start dividing up money among thousands of people, and it isn't as much money as you think it is. And that's, that's the rub on this thing. Uh, NCAA meeting about the name, image, and likeness. Uh, and uh, they, they want to go ahead and get that done stat. The reason being is because that at least maybe placates and prevents them from having to pay the players. You said uh, people are talking about this is going to be the demise of the NCAA. I went up. I've even seen takes on Twitter by like major outlets that this is the demise of Alabama football. So people are all over the place right now. <laughs> wow. I don't know about that. I don't see that, but no, okay. I don't see that either. Uh, we'll break. Uh, let me just say this, too, because I got a bunch of messages on this last night. Tomorrow's meeting of the Board of Trustees has nothing to do with athletics. I, I cannot say that loudly and strongly enough. It has nothing to do with athletics, despite people on Twitter trying to tell you it does. The the so-called local sports kind of staples in the sports media are, are still well, tweeting that it has something to yeah, do with it. It, it doesn't. doesn't. They're it misleading has, people. It has nothing to do. And, and, and if you aren't sure about that, make a call or send an email like I did to yeah, confirm it has, nothing, it has nothing to do with athletics tomorrow, this, this closed-door meeting. All right, uh, a break. We'll come back, wrap things up on this Tuesday, get you set for tomorrow. We'd appreciate it if anyone hearing this broadcast would communicate with us. More of the Patrick Johnson Show is coming up on your flagship home of the ECU Pirates. We are very anxious to know how far the broadcast is reaching. 94.3 The Game. And 94.3thegame.com. And now, the stunning conclusion of the show. It's the P-Man here on 94.3 The Game. So, Rose and Conley uh, in baseball tomorrow, 7 o'clock. I know we're going to have Coach Mills on. Uh, I'm sure we'll have RV on. 
and uh, we'll get a preview of uh, that game tomorrow from them. Mick Mixon will join us on Thursday. We'll uh, hear from the uh, retiring voice of the Carolina Panthers. And then uh, I think Webb Wellman from Hoop State on uh, Friday. They've done that really great documentary that's on YouTube uh, about the Farmville Central basketball team. Thanks to Tate Mooring. Uh, congratulations to our winner, Eric, in Winterville. And also thanks to uh, Coach Rob Maloney with Conley. Great job, as always, by Ben Byram. And uh, we'll catch you tomorrow on the Patrick Johnson Show, the Hump Day Edition. <laughs>